This is Shelby Hansen, and you are listening to episode 82, Creating Your Life Ahead of Time. Welcome to the Get Your Energy Back podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Hansen. As a life coach, invisible illness warrior, and kidney transplant recipient, I've navigated the waters of chronic fatigue for nearly a decade and can help you feel more energized and alive than ever before. In this podcast, we dive deep into topics that can help you boost your energy levels and live a more vibrant life. Whether you're looking to overcome limiting beliefs, improve your relationships, gain a better understanding of what is affecting your energy levels, or simply find more joy and fulfillment in your life, the Get Your Energy Back podcast is the perfect place to start. So sit back, relax, and join me on this journey towards a more energized, balanced, and vibrant life. Hello, and welcome to today's podcast. I just got back from an incredible two-week adventure in Japan with my dear, sweet husband. And while I was there, I was thinking about you a lot of the time. If you follow me on social media, you might see that I had posted some pictures and some videos of places that we went and things that we did. And for each of the adventures that we were embarking on over those two weeks, I really had you in mind. I was thinking about how the experiences that I'm having right now are going to help you. Maybe you're just really, really exhausted today. Maybe you feel like you don't know if you can do it. Maybe you don't even know if you'll be able to put one foot in front of the other for the rest of the day. And you might have turned on this podcast hoping for some encouragement, hoping for some light. And that is what I hope that you will get from this today. I hope that you leave this podcast feeling uplifted and feeling a little bit better. Okay, so today what I want to share with you is a little bit of what happened while we were on our adventure. So as I was flying over to Japan, it's a very long flight from the East Coast of the United States. As we were flying over, I was noticing that I was having a lot of body sensations that were cueing me into that I was feeling a lot of uncertainty. My husband's amazing. He was a missionary in Japan. We lived there for two years. He is near native proficiency in speaking Japanese. I am not. And he had planned meticulously so many of our trips and all of the trains and all of this major planning went into this. And it's in a foreign language. So it's really hard for me to be able to participate in a lot of the planning. And so I felt like I I was walking into this and I was just thinking like, I don't know how this is going to go. I know it's going to be fun, but I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. And I just could feel a little bit of the anxiety, just low level anxiety on the plane. And I felt this before, and maybe you have too. And one of the times that I felt this before was when I was going into surgery for my kidney transplant. In fact, the anxiety was a lot more heightened for that. But I remember this same line of thinking that was, I just, I wonder what's going to happen. I wonder how I'm going to feel when I'm there or after the surgery. And I could feel that with this Japan trip too. I, I wonder how I'm gonna how I'm gonna do there. Am I gonna have enough energy? Am I gonna be able to do all of the things that we want to? We 
we were nearly on a backpacking adventure because we didn't bring any luggage with wheels. We just brought two big backpacks with us to carry our things. And I was like, am I going to be strong enough? So as I recognized that I was going down that line of thinking that was creating a lot of anxiety for me, even if it was just low level for this, I recognized that this is something that I teach about and something that when I notice is happening to me, I redirect from. And so I want to teach you this skill of redirecting when you are going into a situation where you're not sure if you're going to have enough time, energy, capability, if your symptoms are going to be too much for whatever you're going into, this message is for you because life is like going on a train and going on an adventure and you're not quite sure where you're going to end up. And if you feel uncertain now going into it, chances are you are going to continue to feel uncertain in the future. You're going to continue to expand that anxiety. So this is what I do. And this is what I did at the beginning of the trip while I was on the airplane. At the beginning of the trip, I decided how I want to feel ahead of time. So I took just a moment and wrote down this vision, this future vision of myself this person that was on the other side, going through all of these cities, going to the mountains, going to the beach, going to the ocean, all of these things. And I envisioned her handling this so magnificently, so beautifully. And I wrote down what she looked like, what was happening for her, and how she felt. And what I noticed was that as I was envisioning myself going through all of these adventures before they'd ever happened, this mental rehearsal ahead of time, I noticed that I was really feeling love and gratitude. And so in that moment, I noticed, okay, if I think I'm going to feel it in the future, that I'm going to feel love and gratitude for this trip, for my husband, for myself in the future, then it's up to me to create those emotions now. And this is the best news that I could ever give you. Those emotions are always available to you in the moment. It's as simple as making a decision. When you decide to direct your thoughts to those things that will create love and gratitude for you, then you get to expand that sensation in your body. I'm not saying this to tell you to ignore the anxiety or to push away the anxiety. It's a literal turning away and making a decision for something new, becoming a new creature, okay? Something else that I did along the pathway, along this whole trip, we had a lot of downtime while we were on trains or um, traveling, is that I made sure that I was feeding my brain really, really good information. So I picked out some of my favorite books, some new books, some ones that I hadn't ever read before. And I made sure that I was filling myself up with things that created that feeling of love and gratitude. One of my favorite ones is A Course in Miracles. Um, Well, it's based on A Course in Miracles. It's by Marianne Williamson, and it's called A Return to Love. And so I wanted to share a quote from that. And This quote from her says, the universe provides us with a clean slate in every moment. God's creation holds nothing against us. Our problem is that we don't believe this. 
Let us ask for forgiveness, not of God who has never condemned us, but of ourselves for all that we think we did and did not do. Let us give ourselves permission to begin again. So if you find yourself being in that familiar position of giving into the fears, giving into the anxiety, giving into the uncertainty, recognize that you always have a new moment that's presenting itself every single second. Every moment you have the capability to be able to start off with a clean slate. Now, a big part of this is paying attention to what is happening in your body, allowing the sensations, allowing yourself to experience it. And go back, listen to my previous podcast. I have lots about how to become friends with emotions and allow them. But once you have done that and you are in a regulated nervous system state, it's time to decide on something new. And that is creating from your future self. Okay. So I know I, I, I commented a minute ago about going into my transplant surgery. Um, as I went into it, I, I felt I coined a term that was called terrified. I felt terrified and excited at the same time because I had convinced myself that I didn't need a kidney transplant. I'd convinced myself that I was going to be just fine. They would come up with an artificial kidney. I would never need dialysis. I was very deluded. But then the opportunity came up for them for the transplant team to offer me a kidney. And I had to decide, do I say yes or no? And it was very, I was a very difficult match, which is why I was being given this opportunity before I was on dialysis, especially. And as I went into that, I just, I remember, even though I was excited, I gave into the fear so much. And I have so much compassion for that girl it was a scary time. And I don't think that I shouldn't have felt scared. I should have felt scared because I did. But because of what I know now, I know that I will go into situations of uncertainty like that so much differently now. Okay. So after I had the surgery, I was waiting for the outcome to make me happy. I was waiting for them to say, oh, you did such a good job in surgery. Your kidney's doing great. I was waiting for that to happen so that I could feel like a success, so that I could feel happy with my decision to have a transplant. If you've heard my story before, that is not what happened. After a couple of days after my transplant, my kidney still was not working. And actually, the toxin levels in my blood were drastically increasing. I was far sicker after my transplant than before it. And I felt terrible about this. I second-guessed my decision because I was sicker, like I said, before, after the transplant than I was before. And I was just waiting for somebody to tell me, no, this was the right decision. You did the right thing because it didn't feel like it. So I kept giving into that fear and anxiety because I was in a survival state. I was in a literal survival situation. They were having to decide if they would put me on dialysis post-transplant, even though I hadn't been on it before. Um, My potassium levels went up. My phosphorus levels went up. I couldn't eat hardly anything. And it wasn't until I decided that I was happy and whole the way that I was and a whole lot of nervous system regulation 
didn't really know that's what I was doing back then, but that's what I was doing was learning how to regulate my nervous system to create safety and decide to be happy and whole, even though my body was not functioning how the doctors wanted it to. Wasn't until I decided ahead of time that I was happy and whole that I gained certainty. And guess what? My body actually started to heal. I started reading books and having a lot of positive impact in my mind so that I could create from a new perspective. And so I was able to create from the perspective of somebody that was already healed, even though the blood tests were telling me that I was getting sicker and getting worse. I started to connect with a future where I was healthy, happy, and healed. And that allowed my body to enter a state of healing. And 49 days after my transplant, my blood creatinine, the toxic, the toxins that they measure in your blood actually started to decrease and my kidney started to function. It didn't happen until after I decided ahead of time how I wanted to feel about the surgery. I kept waiting for the surgery to make me feel happy, but it wasn't until after the surgery and after I decided how I wanted to feel that my body was able to start to heal. Okay. So what does this have to do with you? What does this have to do with your energy? Okay. You get to decide ahead of time what you're going to think about yourself, what you're going to think about your energy, how you're going to treat yourself. You get to decide how you're going to feel along this adventure of your life. I love to think about emotions as there's just this buffet of endless sensations that we get to pick from because your thoughts create your feelings. Whatever thoughts you vote for over and over and over again, that is what's going to create neural pathways that are going to become the default, the unconscious. Unconscious is always going to bring up fear and anxiety. That is unconscious's job. Our brain's job is to help you survive. It is a different skill set to plan ahead to think of yourself already as healthy, whole, having the energy that you desire and envisioning how you will feel when that happens and creating that in the present moment. I promise this is powerful, okay? This is the one thing that you always have a say over, how you choose to view any situation. Now, the doctors told me how I should view my situation with my kidney transplant. One of my doctors, she just threw her hands up and she would tell me, I don't know why you're not getting better. Why aren't you getting better? <laughs> Like way to blame the patient into that one. I didn't know either. If I would have waited for her to tell me that I was doing a good job, I would have been waiting a long time. I had to decide already that I was healed in the future. If you want your energy back, you got to think about how you're going to feel when you have your energy in the future now. Okay. If you're stuck in chronic fatigue, especially right now, you get to choose how you view it. There are some times when I cannot, still cannot get off the couch. They're very few and very rare compared to how it used to be. But I still get to choose how I'm going to view that time. Is that the time that I'm going to degrade myself and have and, and sink into endless self-pity 
and to be upset and frustrated with my body. I get to choose. Do I want to choose frustration over that? Or do I want to decide on the side of compassion, of self-compassion, love, and abundance? You get to decide if your body is a burden or if she's deserving of your love because of all that she's done and all that she's doing. Your body is amazing. One of the most powerful thoughts that I have ever had about energy, and you can take it or leave it. If this doesn't feel abundant to you, leave it. But I truly believe that every single person has the exact amount of energy that they need. Now, sometimes your energy is getting spent inefficiently. It's more taxing at times because your body is healing. Your body is in a survival state. That takes a lot of taxing energy when you're in fight or flight or when you're in freeze or when you're in a collapse mode. Like That is a very energetic taxing state. When I was healing from my transplant and I had all these toxins running through my blood, that takes a lot of energy for my body to be able to function and do things. It's not that I didn't have enough energy. It's just that my energy was being allocated somewhere else. When you learn how to be able to direct your emotional life and that how we do this is through life coaching, you can direct it by understanding that every single situation is neutral. My transplant was neutral. Going on this trip to Japan is neutral. Chronic fatigue, symptoms in your body, they are all neutral. You get to decide what they mean. When you learn how to think about your life, your body, your energy levels in a way that is compassionate, your energy actually comes flooding back to you. So I hope that this that this podcast has helped you to, to think about what is it that your future self, how does she feel when she is absolutely in the place where you long to be? I know sometimes it feels like that, that place is such a deep chasm that there's just no way to get between there and here. But I promise it's through your emotions. Because the only reason you ever do something is because of how you think it will make you feel when you get there. The only reason I did the transplant is because of how I thought it would make me feel. I thought I would feel healthy afterwards, but the transplant didn't make me feel healthy. It wasn't until I decided that I already was healthy that my body started to be in a healing state that was able to relax into that rest and digest, that rest and repair, that tend and befriend state. Our bodies are so powerful and your body is doing so much. If you are in a fatigue state right now, she is doing so much. Love her. Give her the love and attention that she so desperately and deeply needs. All right. I hope this finds you well. And if you are wanting to learn more about this, please message me. Tell me what I can do to help to talk about any other topics that can help you to be able to get your energy back. All right, we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Are you ready to welcome in vibrancy and energy into your life? 
Join me for a fatigue recovery call. We'll get on a call and I will share my three-step process for getting your energy back personalized, especially for you. Simply go to the show notes and schedule your call today. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you're looking for a life coach to work with, what are you waiting for? Let's get coaching together today. I hope you have a wonderful week as you take your power back on creating more vitality, energy, and vibrancy in your life today.